Hey, welcome to the TVA Podcast with comedian Todd Van Allen and me, Darcy Fyan. This show is not work safe, not family friendly, and not to be taken seriously. Seriously. That was like that scene in, um, what was it? What was it? Living in Oblivion? You ever see that? Where they're doing the room noise and all the guy can think of is a cheeseburger. That's exactly what I had on my mind. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 123. 123. That's an arithmetic series right there, as I learned from my university degrees. 123 of the TVA podcast. Uh, as always, we're back. Uh, well, we're back now in the casa uh, across the ottoman. Uh, as always, Darcy Fyander, our producer. How are you, Darcy? Great, Todd. Great. Are you doing well? Woo! You look, you look chipper. Yeah, well, it's the yellow shirt, maybe. Uh, yeah, you're barreling into spring. Yeah, I'm, I'm going full force. <laughs> and all you need is a yellow shirt to provide that. <laughs> Some people go with the, uh, the sighting of the first robin, the thaw, so you can see all the cigarette butts and dog shit. No, no, we use Darcy's yellow shirt. Yeah, and I want to apologize for the crappy sound if, uh, if I sound a little weird, because I still sound kind of strange. You with always, this microphone. You always do. That's a pre-existing right condition. Yes. It's your fault. Dude. Why is it my fault? Because I had to leave town, and now we're microphoneless. That's, yeah, that's it. it. Yeah. You wouldn't be, see. See, now you drag me into. It. I was going to leave this alone and say, you know what? You because you always bag me on. Okay, I always describe the differences in the previous podcast, the and he yells. Well, Dave Patterson has it because he's doing covering some shows for me while I was away, okay. and now he's got it, and now you're talking through the H two and not your usual microphone, and you're really out of sorts right now because of that. Yeah, it sounds weird. It's kerfuffle. <laughs> I, I apologize if it's going to sound really awful. <laughs> let's talk of it no longer more so than you yes yes let's carry on uh beside me on the couch uh here we go with uh, our guest funny man uh fringe artist and uh good buddy of mine from ottawa niles again good to have you here hi everybody it's good to be here good day say hello to the studio audience hello studio audience we have none that's oh. uh yeah for those of you who couldn't make it out uh, todd van allen's place is nine thousand square feet it- <laughs> They know it's not. It's Previous listeners know it's not an stories, inch over 600. 40 stories beneath the earth, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah. How'd you like the mine shaft? It's fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic. But it has I do, a reflective mirror so that you could still get noonday yeah. sun. So yes. It's and just crazy. Uh, that canary over there, watch it for life. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's just fantastic. <laughs> just stare, in case stare. it goes away. So your day is good. What'd you do? What I do, um, I unpacked a lot of stuff. I'm, I've just moved in with my Chiquita. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's a long process. I just moved in in the last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Although Sorry, what? It, it I just nice. went to blow my nose. You bought some bananas? Wait, Way exactly. to stay in touch yes. there, Darcy. Thank Jeez. you so much. God. Yeah. Why, don't you, wow. why don't you make a phone call while you're at it now? How about that? Would you like to eat something, you know, like a bowl of celery and popcorn? He why actually he didn't too? leave. He just fell asleep. <laughs> For those of you at home. Um, so uh, your Queens King Bathurst down there? I am that's where I am so you're why still did you give them my position you're still in the hood yes. well Scott Harris will still you know step yes. up for you dun, dun, dun. he's small and wiry and he still buys shoes yes <laughs> I, saw, I, just, I just spent the weekend with Andrew shoes. Gross and he went shoe shopping because uh, uh, he and Slim Bloodworth yep. were right. uh, were both at uh, Absolute Toronto and then right. and then right. he came up and, and headlined uh, Absolute Toronto and I hosted there got it or sorry Absolute Ottawa so I hosted yes. There. And I, I went on to Andrew's blog because I hadn't been there in a while, um, just to see like how he was dealing with the week, and he seemed to enjoy it as as per the blog. Yes, that seemed very good. All right. and I scrolled to the very bottom, and there was a picture of Slim Bloodworth and Scott Harris shoe shopping. Wow! Yeah, 
Wow. <laughs> and let me and and Scott is is wearing like this like this collegiate style bomber jacket. Okay. And he looks like you know like the high school quarterback if he spent way too much time in the sun. Like it was <laughs> like he just kind of looked like had he like, been wrapped. He in looks leather. like his age, but he's got like the hair and the bomber jacket, and he just like yo yo go Riverdale, you know, or nice. whatever. That's, nice. So can our listeners get some sort of context on what is going to be linked in the show notes? To yes, this? we'll go to what? Andrew Gross's website. It's a great blog that he runs, Andrew, andrewgross.com. Let me just write that down. So uh, how's the unpacking? Are you finding any kerfuffles with that? Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Only we're doing uh, this because there was no rush. I've been moving my stuff over progressively. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was a big move date where most of it got over. And then I was like, ah, there's still a few closets. But, you know, that'll take an afternoon. Right. And it's just... It's it's turning into Vietnam is yeah. what it's turning. Into. It's just <laughs> it's the worst. Like I an actually, internal amount I, of stuff. I prefer the packing of things. I think to yeah. the extrusion of because like, yeah, there's crazy. only one place for things to go when you're packing. That's in a fucking box. Yeah. As opposed to oh now I got to decide because this is weird be here for a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do I want it? And there. we're scrunched. We're not as scrunched as I thought it was going to be. I mm-hmm. thought it was going to be just embarrassing, right. um, but it was. It's still. There's a lot of stuff that I'm probably gonna have to throw out. So like, th- that's on. actually a good I'll time make, to purge. Out. Yeah, I'll make my peace with it. That's okay. Right. I got I got some pack rat tendencies, mm-hmm. which has to they have to stop here now. The Nintendo, the Super Nintendo. Yes, not the, even the not regular even. PS. <laughs> those all there's have a to possible go. use for those. I could play those. There's <laughs> those. no use for like my grade four report card. I don't know. Or, uh, some people still <laughs> ask for those. <laughs> that's yes. How that's, did Niall do in art? Uh, I heard <laughs> the supporting documentation for, uh, right here. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's what you need for like a gig at uh, just for laughs, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, just for laughs. Oh, Sorry, I should have asked Zoe. Yeah, that's, that's why they're not letting better. me in. Actually, that's, is that, do you have your grade four transcript? Oh, yeah, fuck no. if they know you don't, then you're done. Oh, thanks for coming out. Yeah, have you done just for laughs? I have. Uh, yes and no. I haven't. Uh, I haven't <laughs> performed there, but I've been there twice for. Uh, some short films that I'd that I'd uh, written and in one case uh, directed as well. So I don't so they know actually, if that they counts. screened like they screened yeah they the have film. this cute little okay. thing called a uh, cute little thing that's very that's very condescending of me they have this bit. no they have this great uh, <laughs> Isn't this, it cute? this fantastic amazing <laughs> monolith of a thing it's called um, Comedia which is they have a okay. short uh, short festival nice which is you know pretty smart. So, uh, did you direct it? You acted and directed in it. Uh, The second one, yes. Okay. Uh, First one, no. Okay. Yeah. So it was. uh, That was really fun. It was a fun experience. The my favorite part. They have. uh, They have this entertain. They have this talent versus industry basketball game, which is great. Nice. We we crush them. Uh, (laughs) Which is very cathartic, but also uh, quite a funny part is uh, uh, the second year I was there, they had uh, they (laughs) had this guy who was clearly a ringer. It was some guy who had just like this huge, thick. Like, works, he, he works at like you know the mail room in some agency. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't even know if that's what the deal was. He had like a Slovenian or some right. sort of Balkan accent, and he barely spoke English. And he probably was like on an Olympic team somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and he, they sat him out for the whole first half. They brought him in the second half, but he was cold. And by then, it was too late. And Alonzo Bowden was there. That guy's a fucking beast. Beast. I can see that. I could totally see that. Monstrous on the boards. Are there any white guys on this basketball team? Oh yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of them. Name two. Um, on my team? On the on the uh, on what? the talent versus industry. On the Who's talent on the talent side? Versus industry. On the talent side. On the talent side. I'm guessing there's uh, a lot on the industry side. You know, little I short even, Jewish men who still haven't figured were, out how were. to put out their cigars. Yeah, yeah. there's a uh, there's the guy from Shecky too. He was Shecky. Shecky magazine. Oh, okay. He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was very sportsmanlike. He was okay. very cool about it. Um, on the talent side, 
you know what? I'm blocking. I'm See? blocking. But they were there. Right. It couldn't have just Dishing been. It was water, mostly. It was mostly Bowden. Go it was, team. It was mostly Bowden. Let's see some It was Charlie just Hustle. chuck it into Alonzo, and he. Yeah, it was monstrous. It was crazy. It was fun though. Nice. I d- I don't think I could ever compete in that. Obviously, because a I suck at basketball. But you know they also have a hockey game. I heard I suck, suck at that at too. too. I mm. suck at that. But if they had curling, they have curling. Let no, me don't. tell you something. If I'd there was be, a math Olympics, I'd be wow. skipping my way to greatness. No, I would not. Not at math either. Wow, because it would be like you know arithmetic, and I just suck at that. <laughs> it's like I can't figure out commissions on a like a paycheck, let alone a yeah. You know, so how much do I get for this? And what's my agent screwing me? And what? Yes, that's, yeah, and that's where they get you, <laughs> filthy left brainers. <laughs> that's how they get you. Because um, it's funny. Like I've got uh, like a whole bunch of friends. And, and I'm sure you do as well, who are like trying out for the showcases and, and stuff like that. Yes. And the, the word is, and uh, I should have asked Zoe, but there's no way I could have asked her this in private or in, you know, in, in the open anyway, because Zoe Randall was down okay. uh, checking out all the three Ottawa rooms and that sort yeah. of thing. And uh, rumor has it that they already know who they want, even in a showcase situation. Really, eh? Like, even they just, they're, they're bringing the showcase, it brings that sort of buzz, and then they will, they probably already know who from that showcase that they've been looking at and who they, who needs to I can to see that I can see that it's uh, I guess it's their festival right yeah. it's their it's the uh, it's a business after all you've showcased before I have yeah. I've, I've showcased I think pretty much annually since uh, brah. and you got in with a movie that's nice <laughs> <laughs> wasn't my year I do, wasn't you know my what? year okay so let's let's pretend <laughs> let's pretend that they, they don't know Okay. That they that they want, and let's say it, it is a fresh thing. I think you and I suffer from the same thing. Like as soon as I know it's a showcase, right? I eat it. Like no, as soon as it's I, in my head, I just it. Okay, well, this is me screwed. I I, I hate to throw you under the bus, but I I don't. Uh, I, <laughs> you right. I don't actually. Well, no, I do okay. I do okay. It's uh, uh especially if you. Uh, this is the sad this is sad statement is if if you don't make it enough times, eventually there's no nerves because you're like. Right. It's just uh yeah. you know, it's a it's a thing and it becomes a, a part where you're not like, Oh, I really, yeah. really have to get in. It's like yeah. it would be nice if I could get in at this point. But you know and the other thing is uh, uh one thing I, I learned uh, this year mm-hmm. uh speaking to Zoe and uh, uh which I thought was very enlightening and I wish I'd heard known this before. Right. I think the way it breaks down is she you know, they have a team of folk, like they have mm-hmm. a bunch of people who leave Montreal, go across like the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, see all these shows, and then they have their picks, right? And then they come back, and they have to convince. They have to sort of. It sounds like they all discuss, but if you have like, like one that one person you really want to get on, you have to convince all these other people, right? So it's not, you know, it's it's when you look at it that way, it's far more. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not as it's not as I don't know uh, intense, right? You know, because you know it's not just. It's not just your set that's yeah, the make yeah, and break, right? Yeah. It's like, sure, you could kill it, but then, right. you know. I just love your description of the, you know, if you don't get it enough times, you finally, that fear is gone. It's like Morgan Freeman at, at like the last parole hearing. In oh, yes. It's like, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yay, I'm on the gala. <laughs> no, it is. It's you really, I, I'd love to go. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I wish I could sit here and say, oh, I don't care. But yeah. no, I mean. I love Montreal, and obviously it's a great thing. You mm-hmm. know, it's a great opportunity. So right. that would be a double, you know, win-win. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's if it's not happening, exactly. you can't. Uh, exactly. You can't force it. And like you know, when they're ready for me, and I'm ready for them, <laughs> it will happen. Until such time, there's no point of forcing the issue. Right. Right. You know who uh, probably won't 
get on that show. You've been aching to oh, shoehorn this fucking topic in here since you came in. You were like dancing and giggling like a kid going to Dairy Queen. That's one of my better segues, wouldn't you say? <laughs> it, that, was, that was pretty good. <laughs> Why tell us? You know who else breathes air? <laughs> you know who I bet you Go else on. eats and poops? Tell us, Darcy, who is it? Who won't be making Who's it? Who's not making the cut? Uh, Doug Benson, as you have uh, the portrait up on your wall there. <laughs> My brother painted that picture, and he didn't even know it was Doug Benson. <laughs> Though I will say this, Although he was posing. funny. I kid, I kid, I kid. Doug Benson's a funny man. However, I, yeah. however. Shocking. So this story will, will have been a week or more old yes. when this actually comes out. Um, but since we're getting so close to record, like the distance between recording and release mm-hmm. is so short now, we thought we could actually talk about something topical. Well, you did. For a change. You did. You came, you came in armed and ready with this one. Yeah. So take us through it. Well, I thought it was sort of meant to be. Um, <laughs> because yesterday, um, followme.com, right? I was mm-hmm. getting into that, which is a Twitter um, site mm-hmm. listing of people who have a lot of followers. Right. And so I was looking through and I saw Doug Benson had just signed up for it. And he tagged himself as like comedian podcaster, and I said, "Okay, this is this is exactly you know what Todd yeah. should do as well." So I forwarded you his Twitter mm-hmm. page, not knowing what has gone on. Right, you have heard about it already. Yes, I had. So <laughs> you write back. I don't think I'm going to after what I hear what this guy, this douchebag, said about the Canadian right. military. Yeah, and I went, "What? what? Doug yeah. Benson, uh, this the L.A. Blah. stoner? Like, yeah, how did that even come up?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, so then I looked into a little bit more and. Right. Uh, and so everyone we'll, knows the story now. We'll, we'll have the infamous it. video, the infamous red eye video in the show notes. So you can actually go to that. We'll embed it into the page, and you can go see that. Yeah, and see what we're talking about. In case you lived under a rock, here's the, uh, the short story. <laughs> or our me. Yeah. <laughs> or me. <laughs> That's right. We did yeah, show you with that. Surprise! You Just, came in and went, Doug. Who? What? what? I was like, what? <laughs> who? Like I'd heard of the Fox incident. I didn't know right. Doug Benson was on it. I'm still, I'm still a little shell shocked. Right. So something in the show, right? Red Eye. Red Eye. Fox mm-hmm. News. Fox News Red Eye, so they bring up a whole bunch of, I'm guessing, exhausted talent who try and do this live commentary broadcast. Is that how it works? I don't know if it's live. It's at 3 a.m., right? Wow. So there's how great a show it is. Right. And it's on Fox News, mm-hmm. right? Another great source of... They're already a, a comedy network, right? Like, yeah. they're like... They're just David, or uh, they're just the Daily Show's, like, source material now. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, they're just right. an extended right. writing team for them. Yeah. Um. But he gets on there, and I don't know. Like, you were shocked. You said, like, no, I don't want to believe it that Doug did this. It's craziness. Right? Yeah. craziness. I don't remember. Can you remember what his actual remark was? He, it was his fairly was a, He built on somebody else's He built on someone else's remark. thing. Like, the host goes in, and he just does this whole diatribe. Like, oh, they're going to nap. And he was making fun of the, the minister or the, the lieutenant who uh, was making the announcement that Canada's pulling out for a year to do some repairs. And I think his, uh, the, the, the host of the show, his big joke was, uh, why don't we uh, just go up and... Uh, Annex and attack this right. this country because they don't have any army in there right now and they got to bring back everything. Let's go to Doug Benson. I was like, Doug Benson, they're going to. That's and insane. so Doug and Doug just was kind of like, uh, you know, and he blurts out whatever he blurts out, which was innocuous at best. I think I think his biggest insult was that I didn't realize Canada was in the thing, you know. And to which I would wow. have said, like, you know, a few years ago you would have you hit us. You know, yeah, seriously. You, know, you were the ones. We were the targets to you, apparently. Well, um, and the timing wasn't great for this week either. Right? No, and this, and the, perfect. Not storm. that the timing right. would be great. The, the, either the biggest, way, the biggest problem I would have thought out of the two things was the guy by the name of Bill Schultz and Monica Crowley, 
who I've never seen before and hopefully never do again because they just aren't funny. You won't. to be to yeah. yeah hopefully they'll be yanked, but they won't be actually. This is Fox News. Who are we kidding? Um, but like I, the way that this started, and I usually don't get all kind of you know oh bang you got to do this and angry because like it's like, like as an entertainer yourself and myself you know you give people slack and just like you know what if you don't like their joke you just don't listen to them or right. you just i have the ability now not to watch fox news which is something i have done in the past wow. up to this point wow. and and will continue to do so in the future i don't like fox news Good Lord. Do you even get this fox news is that not part of your cable I don't package i think you can it's not part I, of my I, cable I don't package. and i'm sort of happy it isn't there cuz i just think it's laughable i mean the clips i get enough on like the fucking o'reilly report clips that you can go onto youtube for and that sort of thing are just idiotic yeah i think this program is probably just like waiting for that infomercial to buy the spot that segment of airtime and they'll yeah. be gone yeah. right shamwow too it's going to take electric <laughs> boogaloo will be coming Pump in soon right off television but the, the like the whole the whole thing about this and the reason i didn't get all you gotta do this is like initially it came through with uh the first thing I saw about it, I didn't even know about the the actual video clip. The mm-hmm. first thing I saw was someone said, "Oh, join this group. Canada hates Fox News." And I was like, "I don't join those things." And just like you know, a group. I agree, but <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, great cause, but you know what? Doing it already. Click. Don't yeah. need to worry about. It. And then there's like other people's Facebook statuses. I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then suddenly, someone finally uploaded the video. So I was like, okay, let's go take a look at this. And I was like, wow, that's kind of. And it, I wouldn't have really even given it that much credence to say, oh, yeah, there's, there's a problem here. But someone brought up the point that there's 116 dead Canadians right. as a result of this conflict. And for them to just blow us off like that and say, oh, well, thank you very much, I think is a really huge slap in the face. And I think that's a media nightmare for them. Um, for Fox? For Fox. You know, not to say they haven't <laughs> put their foot in it and breathe. How dare they? I think, yeah, uh, they can wait a week to, low the, for the next to? screw up. Um, so uh, I noticed like some people were um, were kind of rallying around this. Bob Kerr, who's been on the podcast before, he actually wrote a note today uh, defending Doug Benson. I don't. I think Doug just got kind of caught up in a wrong situation trying to make a joke about something that... Like, like can you see yourself being put in that situation? Like, I'm not sure how much pre-show rehearsal they have, yeah. like, going down, like, a rundown of the stories, mm-hmm. but... How do you, how do you, says how do you let yourself get on and, Fox? Yeah. Yeah, how does that That's happen? his biggest mistake, I don't, right? Or how did he even get on Fox? They know what he uh, does and what he yeah. stands for. Like, he's a total As a, pothead, like, yeah. legalize it. What's yeah. he doing? How do you get on the ground? I have no idea. I don't understand <laughs> but, how that works. Like, I'd like to know what the, the background is. Sort of a political roundtable. What do we find? A, a pot smoker over there. Yeah. <laughs> Who are they turning away? It's <laughs> just, I don't even know how that happened. It's yeah. just a weird thing to have happen. <laughs> Next, we have a crystal meth addict. What do you think? Um, wouldn't you love to be a Canadian on that panel at that point? Wow. I would no, love to have no, been, I really I would have to have been tough and out. What do you think? Shut up, you cunt. You know, <laughs> I just love to do that. Wow. Yeah, I don't, it's crazy. I, I don't even, like, I understand maybe it right. was a mistake, but. You yeah. have that kind of split second. Like, I've never really been in that situation, but someone throws to you with mm-hmm. that. Doug Benson, what do you think about that? You've got a half second to say, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, or. Exactly. Just go along for right. the ride. Take your two seconds. It's three o'clock in the morning. So, you know, no one's going to see this, or it'll just get cut out later anyway. Yeah. This is going to get edited out. I, I honestly, I don't fault him. I'm sure it was just like a problem of circumstance. The the guys that I did not like is like this Bill Schultz guy, whose only credit was his Twitter page. Like that was his only online credit. Is like you could go twitter.com slash Bill Schultz, and so apparently he's commented today or tweeted out there today. Is like uh, his actual quote was. Uh, uh, to all the Canadians who have emailed me, uh, 
Are you seriously from the land of Jim Carrey and SCTV? Lighten the fuck up. Are you serious? Yeah, that's what he said. Good Lord. Uh, to which I replied, to my credit, uh, said, this uh, statement would make more sense if you knew how to write an actual joke. Um, he was just unfunny and really taking this, knowing that whole backstory of like 161 dead uh, does not play well at all when he when it's being aired. You know, I, I just yeah. realized I'm talking about something I have no idea. Right. Like, I'm totally out of my element for all well, Now you know how Doug Benson I'm Doug Benson-ing <laughs> right now. Right now as we speak, maybe like, you know, I'll find out that it was that a show right. benefit for orphans or some yeah. shit. Like, I don't even know, right? Like, I don't, I don't know who this guy is. I don't know what he said mm-hmm. specifically, and I'd have right. to I'd have to see it. To okay, we can all agree that the segment was wrong. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. boneheaded. To, um, the host of the show uh, came out and apologized. The show officially apologized for it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they're all wrong. But now we're talking about Doug Benson because you guys are comics, and right. and so how how much heat should he take for this? Because his um, the words are out there. I mean, like, like whether you meant to say them or not. I mean, like, and he's lost work now because of this. Edmonton yanked out his show. He's getting death like threats. Big banner. Well, yeah, because they said they couldn't. He's getting people on Facebook saying, "Yeah, I'm coming down to your club in L.A. and I'm hurling a beer bottle at you." Right. Wow. Yeah. Like, which isn't. I don't support that either. I mean, like, like I say. I mean, like, if you like or don't like uh, a guy because of what he says or what he thinks. Like, it's not the first time. Like, like he can say whatever he wants to say. That's, That's his true. opinion. And it's up to us to go, okay, I support this guy in this venture, or I don't. You know, like, I could go, if I was really that angry about it, because, again, his was out of the, it was out of, con- it, it wasn't out of context. It was still kind of hurtful, but it wasn't as bad as other stuff that had been mentioned on that show, I would say. Okay. Um, but he's the guy who would have a following. He's somebody who has a presence. Absolutely. The rest of those guys are pretty much nobodies. Who right. are these guys? Are they all comics? Are they, no, what no, are no, they? They're just no, they're like Political pundits. They're just, you pundits. Know, just people who happen to get a gig? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. This is Dimitri from the commissary. What do you think? Uh, who, Canada, huh? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Snah, snah, snah. Um, you know, like it's our choice to go to the club that he's going to be at or not. We can call up the club and say, hey, just so you know, I normally come to your club. I'm electing not to this time. And it's because of this guy, just so you know, if you're wondering why your numbers are down. If you want to even go that far, you don't even need to go that far. Just don't show up. Yeah. Um, right. I could email. And next time he's on the podcast, go, could you reimburse me for this episode? I'm not going to listen to it because if I was that strong against it. But I'm not. You know, like, you know, I'll probably listen to it and see what comes of it because you got to know when Doug Benson shows up on the Jimmy Pardo podcast, it, one of the qu- first questions probably would and should be, so how is Edmonton? <laughs> yeah, I you hope know? so. Um, but it, it's snowballed because this is how things can go. These threads last forever. Mm-hmm. And you can read through and get a little more angry and a little more angry from somebody else's rage. Right. And then you need to outrage the last person just right. commented because you, you, you thrive you on these tyrants. You mean dash rage the yes. last person, not outrage. Right. <laughs> what? How dare you say that? And then it all just out Outrage. Yes. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you? Like, have you ever like, uh, like been in a club situation or like like thrown stuff out to a crowd and they just turn on you? Uh, not to that extent. Not to that extent. Yeah. I try to uh, oh, to the next day online. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean I've never I've never had that happen. I try to like when I if I'm gonna do something that's in in dicey or or mm-hmm. or, or uh, you know uh, territory that's like controversial i'm using right. air quotes because i don't really do much controversial stuff i don't know i well, i'm just Some i make sure i but I, I make sure that i'm that i'm not that i'm right but that i'm fully that i fully believe on the, that i'm the, on the side you know that i've 
done as much figuring out on the issue as I'm You've going to. You've got your to. context on. Like, that, you know yeah, where you stand on the exactly. issue. Exactly. And, and I have my points. And, exactly. Right. Because if, you, if you're not ready, then then you end up getting in shit for something you really right. didn't believe or whatever, right? Rick Mercer commented on it. And oh, he really? Said that, yeah, he said, you know, they're trying to do satire, but if you're trying to do satire, you can't be a bully. Right. You know, if you're satire, you got to be, you got to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. You got to not bully yep. and you got to not be an asshole. Yeah, right. So there's zero out of three. Yeah. 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 Um, because... I'm not sure if I got that quote right, but... But still, like even like even Fox News Truth, that's one gone right there yeah, off yeah. the top yeah. <laughs> but he, even he said like we should be ignoring this this is Absolutely. you know this is a, a 3 a.m yeah. news show like yeah. on fox news like so yeah that's pretty big of them that's pretty big of them because i would be you know if we're if any other show like even when i was was you know writing uh, on the hour just mm-hmm. for jokes they they would ask you where did you get this fact where did right. you get this like you had to get your ducks lined up even if it was just for a joke yeah, yeah, yeah. you had to get your so uh, I mean if you're gonna do if you're gonna talk about oh well, the Canadian military you can't take your first reaction mm-hmm. and not look up what we've been doing right we've been in the hottest zone for like how many years yeah it's, uh, and and ages yeah and uh, I like twice now like uh i can't remember which report one was british one was maybe united nations whatever right. there was some study that came out and this was since 2006 there's been a couple saying that uh canadians were twice as likely no we're four times as likely to be in danger or to be killed mm-hmm. in afghanistan right in in uh, like our combat mm-hmm. troops were four times as likely as the other nato forces right so it's like you got to take that into account if you're going to start talking shit like first look it up and then then if you if you're right if we've been sitting around like not doing anything mm-hmm. like in the, in like the easiest part of Afghanistan then I guess you could bitch right, right. absolutely yeah, so it wouldn't make much sense for those for Obama to say we need to pull people out of Iraq because the real focus should be on Afghanistan right, right. that's where we should yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it's where it's going on it's yeah and it's just I don't know I don't know and that's 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 one part and the other thing is uh, I, I don't know I don't know how much like if if it wasn't Doug Benson if Doug Benson wasn't a comic. Mm-hmm. Would we be as I don't I, I'm just putting this out there? Would we be as uh, easygoing on them right now? Would we be like, well, you know, would we be making as as much as sort of like hey, it's three a.m. and he just sort of jumped onto the bandwagon? I don't because we're not doing that for the other people. No, but right? here's the thing, though. Well, that's like, why I want to talk about it because he is a comic, right. And he was, you know, he's trying to make a living. Yeah. Say, you know, give him some money to show up on on this um, talk show, something at three a.m. Yeah. Um, but again, to be fair, like. I mean, we don't know if it's a live show at 3 a.m. It could have no. been taped during the day, and then... That's a good point, right. Yeah. And then it's the Fox editorial team much, or whatever. How much shit have you done that, gets that you're embarrassed about at 3 a.m. in the morning, eh? Right. 3 a.m. in the morning as opposed to 3 a.m. in the afternoon. That's self-correcting myself. Well, we often record yes. this show at 3 yes. a.m. Or 3 p.m. No, there's a lot of good shit that goes missing. <laughs> Gold. Um, no, like, like I give him... Like, they're all kind of culpable, I would say, in this. Um and the only reason I'm giving Doug Benz is not because he's a performer, but like of his stuff, it's the least offensive. Like the other guys were just really bagging on him and just it would not let it go. Like, you know, you would think right. that after they blurted it out off the top, they don't even have a studio on so they can bounce it off of. And unless it was like, you know, guys from, you know, the deep south who went, yeah, the Canadians don't do nothing. Right. Well, then, you know, they don't know how this is going to pitch, too. I mean, that's the other thing you got to consider about this. They don't know how unfunny and insensitive it is. Yeah. Because they're not bouncing off anyone except the camera guy. Yeah. Right. Well, like, Fark picked it up. It was an mm-hmm. article on Fark. So that started the 
the American side of the argument, right? So it's, again, the same kind of rage heads mm-hmm. throwing it back at Canadians. You guys, right. you're making too much out of nothing. We should, we should come up there and invade you. Like, Jesus, yeah. yeah. That's great. And they're all signed up, like <laughs> Trucker, Bill, 165, uh-huh. 1981, Z28 Camaro. Like, yeah. Um, I think I saw them in that documentary about all the white people in the Deep South that hate Obama. There was like that lead up to the, uh, there was a great documentary. It was when uh, Brian Hope and I were down in Ohio. Right. And we flip on HBO and it's like just the end of this this documentary where they're talking about guys who are literally in tears about the prospect of having a black president. I have to say I would have paid good money because I'm sure it happened like all across the (laughs) South, you know, and all those fucking sheriff's office Mm -hmm. the day after where you have to put up the picture of the new president. Oh, Oh. bet you that would have been sweeter than candy. Yeah. Watching him cry (laughs) as they tap in that nail. I can't do it. (laughs) One guy shoots himself. Yeah. That's the barrel of that gun taste. <laughs> oh, that must have been fantastic. I'll tell you. I mean, like you, you have no idea what's going to work and what's like. We I can go back to the the uh, the South Florida gig I did when I did pro Obama jokes, and they tanked, right? Because that's still considered part of the Deep South, and I thought it was a swing state, and so I made that. Wow. So the shows afterwards, I yanked that material out, and everything's going great. Everything's going fantastic, and then suddenly I referred to you know that small the back tattoo. The girls get? Yeah. Okay. Refer to that as a tramp stamp, as those who have them have told me it is. Right. And the place just went, ooh, how dare you? I was like, okay. I feel like Doug Benson at 3 a.m. That's, (laughs) wow. Yeah. It can all break bad really quickly. Yeah, but the difference is that those people were wrong. (laughs) People were wrong. Well, the lucky thing for you is that you weren't on the internet you went on no. youtube the next day thank god right yeah and so i'm not sure what doug should do but doug has been sort of silent for the last 24 hours right i think he just went and got a whole bunch of dudes and and just yeah. now yes. just in yeah. a haze i'll take care of this later i think he's i think he's self-medicating <laughs> or maybe yes. maybe it's a good idea maybe that he should just let things cool down a bit before then he comes out and then right. makes a full medical right exactly which he should do at some point he should really Probably. i mean like they're like i say they're all culpable on this one yeah um but again but everyone's individual you know they're all individually responsible they should all for sure but we worry about duck like i think he's funny i listen to his podcast i, I, I think he's hilarious yeah. i was uh, yeah I don't, I don't even know i'm still again surprised how do you even get on fox like how did that happen like that's mm-hmm. the biggest mistake right there right that's, that was that was mistake one yes mm-hmm. yes i'm just surprised that they i mean i guess kick his agent in the nuts bill right. maher has been on fox right he, yeah, he ran he ran the show after he got yanked from Comedy Network, was it? Ooh. No, he was on ABC. Yeah, he was. He was on ABC, and then he moved to he moved to HBO. HBO. But he, I mean, he's put in an appearance on. I'm, I'm yeah. assuming. I'm assuming. I might understand. Yeah, Maybe, I think. I think. Yeah, you're right. I, I don't know. I don't know. The, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to get my head around the Doug Benson right. and Fox thing. Well, the, and the, <laughs> the ironic <laughs> thing is, as I've been shitting on Fox. I might actually be on it at this point. Really? Because I did... Uh, Blah? Blah? Um, the, the, uh, the, the showcase that we did in um, uh, Ohio, they record for uh, Columbus TV, mm-hmm. and they run like comedy clips from the club uh, as part of the showcase thing on the Fox affiliate out there. And so I think the demo was good enough that they might actually use some pieces. So I may actually be on Fox Traitor. Speak right now. You're one of them. Uh, I just signed a waiver and didn't get any money. So good times, good times. Yeah, 
<laughs> it's a good time. It's great as time. it is meant to be. I'm, I'm not going to be. I, I'm, I wasn't stoned when I said anything. Let me just say that. <laughs> they, sh- they should have taped me at the black show the next, like, right afterwards, where I ate it for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me 90 seconds of grace, and then the only thing whiter than me was the whites of the eyes staring at me blankly. Wow. And yeah. they didn't boo you off? They booed me off. Oh. They booed me off. All right. I said, let me just get my one last Obama. like Because I thought this would be like the place I could do my pro-Obama stuff. Right, right. Couldn't even get to that. <laughs> could not even get They hated it. <laughs> hated it. So I was like, as they're booing me, he said, let me just do this one. They're like, okay. <laughs> and then I did it. And just like, thank you very much. And it was like the politest applause. <laughs> Yeah, the MC had his back to the stage, not even watching it, like right off the side. It was fantastic. (laughs) So we take a break now, and then when we come back, we'll bring things to this side of the border again. Okay, let's do that. All right. We'll be back after this. Hey, fuckers. You got nothing to do? You can't sleep at night? Well, you made the right decision. You're listening to the TVA podcast. An afternoon talk show. Was it? Yeah. Merv Griffin was an afternoon talk show. I did not know that. But it makes uh, sense. Yeah, and there was a. They had a, they had an entire episode of um, Larry Sanders where they talked about it because David Spade they wanted to like break onto the show, right? And he had this the and he what uh, David Spade went and did Leno I think first, and then came back and right, did right. and did Larry's show. He got really mad about it. He starts talking about like how he screwed himself out of uh, Merv Griffin because there was a whole bunch of afternoon talk shows that way and so. Nice. Yeah. Do you do you ever watch that show? I it's it's I, long off now, but you ever like get the DVDs? I watched anything? like one or two episodes. Mm-hmm. I've never had a chance to watch the, but like the few episodes I've seen, I really yeah. enjoyed. Yeah, I thought they were very funny. Tambor is just fantastic, and that is Hank Kingsley, the the sidekick. The, right. Is it Jeffrey or Jeremy Tambor? I always mix up his first name. No, Jeffrey. I, I is it Jeffrey Tambor? Jeffrey Tambor. Um, and you know who else was on that? Uh, who started out on that show is. Um, uh, Agent from Entourage. Jeremy Piven? Jeremy Piven. What? Yeah, he was one of the writers in the early season. And then Holy he gets shit. and he gets canned for uh doing copious amounts of drugs and fucking interns behind the desk. That's and, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much like true life. <laughs> that is must see TV. Yeah, you take that. That's how I got fired from ESI. They don't tell you that in the star article. Uh we're back. Uh episode one twenty three with Niall Sagan. It's a pleasure to have you back. Hooray for yes. everything. Hooray for everything. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm opening there. Including anthrax. Hooray for everything. All of God's little creatures, including disease. Yes. yes. God created them all. Speaking of, uh, of writing, I'm yes. going to leave all that in. That uh, We've been back for... <laughs> You're going to leave that in? Yeah. That's a frigid open. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's no longer cold. So we're back. Um, but speaking of writing mm-hmm. for TV shows, are you still writing for The Hour? I am not. Yes. I am not, not. Not since 2007. So oh, sorry. Been, uh, is that a source? Right. Should I have not brought that up? No, no. It's, just, it's weird. Way to fucking I... scratch that scab, <laughs> Darcy. <laughs> and I chucked the microphone down. Um, no, it's fine. I, the, the, the reason I had such a reaction is that I still get people who recognize me from it, which is just odd. It's been two years. So you were on camera. Your for a YouTube times? videos yeah. are on your website. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, but still, no. Who goes to see my YouTube? Nobody goes to. See. Okay, I, I do. Aside from you guys, I do. Yes, but that's because I'm like Fox. You research beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So we okay. To leave so that go. so uh, like having seen the videos and stuff like that. Like, what was writing for the hour like? Like, what were the sort of segments you were doing and 
Take us through that process. Um, it was a bit. You know what? I can't. Uh, I can't say as I'm not allowed. No, I. Um, uh, what, Carolyn Bennett suddenly. <laughs> was, what? <laughs> oh, she was on here. and She's like, I can't talk about my job. <laughs> <laughs> she writes. She writes for the premiere. Well, she can't. Yes, she can. She can. I can. Let me talk to you about Carolyn Bennett's job. No. <laughs> Uh, the the hour the 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 year that I was there, it, they had just gone to network air quotes, mm-hmm. which means they were from they moved from News World to the to Civic to CBC uh, right. the main station, and it was their first year using comedic writers. So that whole year was basically them sorting out how they were going to use us, right? Uh, and so it wasn't really it was just weird. It was it was weird and kind of disorienting because no one really knew what what the what the call was right mm-hmm. and uh i have a friend who's still there now paul bates uh, oh paul bates yeah, yes yeah. a hilarious individual and he says that now things have like really leveled off and, right. and it's 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 cool in a is, good way like was it in was, a good way was yes. it really intense like what like, like was it just frantic or like what was what it was, was a sort of like your daily grind when you were doing this because it was going out five days a week oh yeah, yeah, yeah. so you were just was, firing yeah. through material it was a bit it was it was a bit hardcore in that they they there was Four no three writers, um, three comedy writers that they'd brought in. So it was just me, uh, Paul Bates, and uh, Luciano Casimiri, right? Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, and so we were doing like you know uh, four shows a week, and then five, and then Friday was like a, a highlight reel show or whatever. Okay. Um, and so it was a bit, uh, it was a bit of a dogfight in that respect. Like since then, they've mm-hmm. learned from that, and they've gotten more writers, and you know they've made other adjustments as well. Right, but uh, yeah, that first year was a bit. Uh, it was fun, but it was confusing. Mm-hmm. Very confusing. So you would like show up to work in the morning, yeah, lunch pail the, in hand, and then just go sit yes. in the room and well, with newspapers. We, and we would show up in the morning. We get the call on uh, on what because uh, uh, mostly they used us for entertainment. Uh, inter- the entertainment uh, jokey segment that they call the news. Okay, uh, which is just like a little monologue. Very, that he does with like you know, he can have like pictures and yeah exactly that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah yeah very entertainment related um, and then uh, and then we would either come up with segments but that that died out uh, towards towards the end of the season it was mostly towards the end of end of December mm-hmm. beginning of January we would actually come up with segments and little different ideas and such um, so what would you do for a segment let's say. Because I'm definitely familiar with like the uh, like the news desk style. Here's a headline, right? Make a right, joke, right, right, Headline right. joke, headline joke. Uh, um, well, Did a lot know, of work like, on these things. I can I, say, yeah. It's been oh. it's been like two years. <laughs> it's been two years, admittedly. I can tell you, I was there. Yeah. I, mean, I don't remember that much. You're doing it at three in the morning. Doug Benson <laughs> yes, was lighting up a slip beside you. I don't know what I was saying. Exactly. This um, is. Uh, I can't even judge Doug Benson now because of what just happened. I understand fully, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, like, what I'm what I'm trying to think is like, would they bring out like actors to do like a like a sketch or a spoof or or that uh, sort of thing? No, or? most of the time it was us doing double duty, or we would pick someone from if we needed a bunch of people, we'd pick someone from the producers pool or whatever. Right? Uh, yeah. So there were no they didn't. I think once they hired actors for a prime time special, okay. they had. So then what? So you would go on camera and just do these like. You know, little like sketches, of like, little you know, sketches. Uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. they would had uh, they had what this beastly thing uh, that they would call what was it, like the opening. I can't. They had a different name for it. I think uh, 
damn it, I'm, I'm blocking on the name. Uh, anyways, it was, but it was like this opening sketch that we would have every show, and it was just, it was just a writer killer because for oh, yeah. some reason, no one could ever come up with anything. It was just the weirdest thing. Like we had, we would have a few uh, that were that were good, but a lot of the times it was just something like just a last minute buzzer beater that was mm-hmm. like. Urgh. Like one of those Niall uh, comes out and drops his pants. Yay. Exactly. It was just a lot of a lot of <laughs> and then he gets hit in the balls. Paul Bates wrote that one. You know, just like I saw that. That was brilliant. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Way to wear boxers. Uh Thought of the Day. That's what it's called. No. Thought Is it Thought of the Day? I think it's Thought of the Day. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. So Very that's good. what it was. That's what it was. It was yeah. a lot of that. So when you said it was a writer killer, just like everyone like frantically running around going, what are we, what's our thought of the day? What's no our thought of the day? Like we would get a sign. We would get a sign. You're like, you're doing Monday. You're doing Tuesday. You're doing Thursday. And right. uh, Paul Bass was really good at it because he's got that second city, yeah. uh, you know, improv. I think it's just his mind just thinks in sketches. So yeah. it was easy peasy. Um, uh, but Luch and I would have, would have more troubles. And I, I, there are some that I would just be like, just crushed on yeah not not all the time like i there are a few that I'm, I'm i was really happy with um but there were a lot that i was like oh jeez, mm-hmm. let's hope that someone burns that tape <laughs> that, that kind of thing <laughs> well, you got to admit like in like in some cases uh let's put it let's put it this way politely um in some comedy that the cbc will put out there on the air sometimes it doesn't land what yeah who else knows this? Did I just break that? Who have you told? <laughs> so when you say that, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's like, hey, you know what? Chalk it up to experience. Everyone else does, and you got a union gig. Uh, yes, there yeah. you go. I guess yeah. it wasn't union though. It wasn't. No, uh, it wasn't. No, they uh, they put us as a part of another union thingy. I don't even know if I should be talking about this. As <laughs> an actor, remember, where's the delete, pay his dues. Where's I'm the very delete keenly button. interested in this. Uh, <laughs> let's fast forward down. 2007 to 2009. Any other you trouble know? you want to get him into? <laughs> Shall we what jump about in? that girl you killed? Oh, God! Why are you asking me these questions? I forgot to ask you. Becky, right. So you found her. <laughs> right, 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 right. right. Don't, don't I see fringe festivals written on that pattern? <laughs> I want to go back to the dead woman. So... Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> it was self-defense. It was Moose Jaw. Everyone does it. Yes. That's, there you go. I just went in Moose Jaw. When was the last time you toured with comedy, actually, by the way? Because like, we can we can talk about that, because you've definitely done it through fringe festivals. But when was the last time that you actually toured on, on the back of comedy? and Toured, toured, like, clubs and such? Or whatever. I mean, like, just going out and doing shows. And when was the last time that you actually put together a... What do we? I don't understand. I don't understand the question. Oh, I'm next. Just, issue. I'm just I can't talk about that. Like, have you? I'm not allowed to talk about oh, that. Okay, fine. Sorry. What? Because what? Can Carolyn Bennett yes. done your bookings? Is yes. that I can't talk about those bookings. We love you, Carolyn. Um, no, I mean, just like, have you? Have you done like? I know with the fringes that you've done, like, kind of coast to coast, almost. Yeah, almost. Um, yeah. Fringe show, fringe show, fringe show. Yes. Now, do you just tour with that, or do you ever just do like straight stand-up shows where you go, okay, I'm gonna do a western tour? I have not do, like, yet done. I it's or, I'm finally making inroads out west at the clubs, which is just, just yeah, crazy. But you gotta, you know, you gotta earn your stripes, I guess. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's been it's just been fringe so far, which is kind of frustrating. But I'm confident. I'm finally going west uh, out west in the fall. Mm-hmm. And so I'm pretty sure that that'll that'll set up the infrastructure, so I'll be able to go back and forth. Were you going laugh shop? I think so. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because uh, I was just working with Andrew Gross this weekend. He was trying to put me in touch with them. Oh, nice. Hopefully, nice. I can do that. I think yeah, Andrew yeah. was saying the same thing. So this 
DVD that I got from the club. Hopefully, I can just send that out there. Cool. Yes. Boom. Yes. Look at me killing it in Columbus. Take that. I can't imagine that Edmonton isn't the same. <laughs> isn't it basically the same city? Yeah. Doug Benson doesn't play either. It's good. It's you the know, same. It's the same. Um, so, so when you're touring, like your friend show, now first describe the friend shows you've done because there was Fear of a Brown Planet. Yes. Was one. Yeah. Was yeah. that the first? That was the very, very first. That's what I thought. Ever. And that was a good one. It was, it was. I really liked that one. It was, uh, it was, um, it was fun because it was, it was mostly stuff that I really wanted to get off my chest. And I, just before I'd had this moment of like, you know, you have those moments where you're like, all right, this is it. If this doesn't fly, I'm going to get a day job and be done with the whole mess and blah, blah, blah. And so it was, that was really freeing in that you're just, you're just writing whatever you want to write and there's no consideration or whatever. And it went really well. Um, and then the next one I think was Evil is the New Good, which I did, uh, right. which was, which was also fun, but the problem is both. And then the one after that, I did history, deleted scenes and extras. Now the problem with that, with both those shows is that both times, see, I, Montreal Fringe is June, early June, mm-hmm. right? And it's fantastic. It's right. this amazing party. I can't, so I can't. Before we get to the actual festivals themselves, right, right. let's break down your show for those who, who don't know what your Fringe show is like. Are you doing right. like a play? Are Can you I break like it a... down more than that? Oh, sure. What's a break Fringe festival? Well. Because oh. I've heard like Comedy Fringe, Theater Fringe. Is there See, a, a. I love that you research your topics <laughs> when you come in here. And then suddenly when we have, oh, this is what he's famous for. That goes by the wayside. Let's talk about Doug Benson some more, shall we? Oh, boy. Here we go. Are you guys breaking up? <sighs> we do this every episode. Kiss him. Yeah. Lots of people love what? it. Your wife doesn't. No. Lots of people <laughs> yeah. love it? Really? Yeah, lots of people love it. I get like all kinds of comments like, you two hate each other and we love it. <laughs> Asshole. See? That's it's funny because it's true. Is. Wow. It's- <laughs> Fight. Fight now. <laughs> I'm dropping right. the gloves. That'd be awesome. All right, Finder. Uh, so, a French festival. Yes. Is, uh, correct me when I get this wrong, because I'm going in my first one blind. Yes. Uh, it's, it's like a, almost a theater style festival. They appear to allow in different styles of arts, not necessarily stand up comedy. You really have to be careful, as I'm told, when you're broaching the subject of a stand up show as referring to, to a one man show where it's a theme and an arc that you're going to take throughout that in, hour of material. In theory, basically, the, the, the fringe is supposed to be uh, you put in your money, you put in your application. If you win the lottery, that stage is yours for an hour or an hour or 90 minutes or whatever. Right. And you should be able to do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's very theater heavy. Right. It's very theater heavy and it's very, you know, uh, so if you're not doing theater or if you're not doing, you know, if you're doing stand-up that has that sort of st- Stigma of mm-hmm. clubs and nothing very right. fantastic. You, you know, it's 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 obviously skewed, right? So you don't necessarily have to do a quote unquote one man show, but right. it goes a long way. It's sad to say, but it goes a long way if you rename it and rebrand it as a one man show, right? And then you go up there and do stand up, and people are okay with it, right? The because I'm going to be hitting that because I'm doing the Twitter yes cast yes. And doing my jokes through that way. So I'm trying to think of the way to brand that. And I'm thinking of, uh, you know, a one man, one man internet comedy or something like that. Right. Um, something that's going to indicate that it is going live through the internet, that it's a one man show, that it will be funny, hopefully. Right. That's the sort of thing. Any ideas? 
I my my idea that I would suggest that you you uh, I don't I, I don't think you were keen on the first time I brought it up was uh, uh, I think one thing is uh, you might want to get a director. I would love so I'm not close to the idea. I'm right. just wondering what he or she would do. That's the thing. You, you know? never know. You never know. Like I had a director, and I didn't necessarily think. Like I had an idea, but it's just a good to get another pair of eyes and ears on it, right? Uh, and then they'll they'll come up with stuff where you literally would think, "Oh, I'd never, I didn't, wouldn't have thought of that." Okay. And they, they they it adds on. So I gotta be talking to Fromstein. That's what you think? Maybe, maybe, yeah. or somebody, somebody. So Ron, who's, Ron Fromstein is the god of fringe festivals. He he is he's he, the man he, when he it comes to playwrights so, and such. He gave me so many awesome pointers. When I was building the show for Australia, right, that I would never have come up with. So. Promstein is great for, uh, and I don't mean to take the, away from his. I'm sure he's also great creatively and everything, mm-hmm. but he's great for uh, if you want feedback on something because yep. he's just a machine. Because it's just, it's like in him now because he's done so many 24 hour playwriting contests mm-hmm. that he has to be able to come up with. Like okay, how to how to enrich this idea quickly? Like he has to be able to come up with options quickly, and right. he's just in the habit now. So if yeah. you come up with anything for him, and say, "Hey, what do you think of this?" He'll, he'll listen and then be like, "Oh, I think you could do this. You could do that. You could do this. You could do that." And it's really yeah, All right. And he's always like, no matter how damning the praise is, it's always positive, right? Yeah. He's always got something for yeah. you. Yeah, he's always got. Also, it. Can you give me an example? Like, uh, what do you do for you with the? Uh, oh, the he show? he helped me with like f- defining like what the what the show should be about. Okay. And he didn't give me the idea. He helped me find that idea. Yeah. When I was doing Home and Away, he's like, you know, what is it, the story you want to tell? What, like, you know, look at looking at your material, how would you build it? How would you arc it? And then what does that tell you about it? And when I went down there, like the title Home and Away, what I find out about fringe festivals and, and definitely for comedy festivals, uh, this is the way it was handled in Australia. Anyway, if you name your show after something that they already recognize, like a movie or an album or a, a, a book that's really popular, they'll go to that. Interesting. And so I didn't know Home and Away was a soap opera down there. <laughs> <laughs> so people were coming up to me going, Home and Away, that's really clever. I said, thanks. He goes, yeah, yeah, naming it after a soap opera. And I'm like, I named it after what now? <laughs> like, no idea. Wow. Well, then I'm going to crocodile dial the Ds of yeah. shit. Next <laughs> like, we hate that guy. I'm thinking of the next time I go down there and calling it Degrassi Junior Guy. Nice. And there we go. Because they love that show, apparently. Right, They're yeah. Gaga I over it. I wonder if they like the new stuff as well. They do, apparently. Weird. Yeah, I don't know. Of all the Canadian shows that they could take. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And when I say take, I mean remove them from our site. <laughs> please. Um, take my show, please. Except your episodes of the hour. Oh, of course. That's it. Um, so uh, so when you were touring around like Fearful Biplant, now when you were writing these shows, yes. was it all new material or for, that you developed for the show? Or were you taking like a whole bunch of your stand-up and piecing it together in a in a pleasant manner, in an aesthetic manner? Or? It, it was uh, for the first show, yes. And then uh, for the other shows, it was a mix of the to actually, you know what? For the second show, yeah, it was it was all new material, and then and then the third show, I threw in some stuff to sort of punch it up, right? Um, but yeah, it was, and I think that's kind of uh, that's kind of the thing that's got me reconsidering the whole fringe thing because you have to come up with a new hour every time, right? right? And uh, and in, yeah, which it's which though in trying. fairness, in fairness as a, as a as a comic, you should be doing. Right, you know, right. and I'm and I'm certainly not pointing fingers in that regard. Do right. not get me. Yeah, if yeah. I get a new five minutes in a month, yeah, yeah. I open a new can of soup. 
you right. know, like that's my celebration. I no, yeah, it's good it. to have it's good to have material turnover. I think I I I, I pooched uh, I pooched it though. Is it, the problem is that I I did this two years in a row, uh, as I was mentioning, because uh, uh, the Montreal Fringe is it's it's a bloodbath financially, but it's it's the party. It's amazing. It's just unbelievable, right? Um, and so both times I was on the waiting list uh, for the Montreal Fringe, mm-hmm. and then both times in May, at the beginning, like late April, early May, they called and said, hey, do you want to do it? And the show wasn't ready yet. Mm. But I was like, oh, it's Montreal. So I was like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. And so I would spend a month churning out this material so that it was, you know, and every every time, both times I did it, both years in a row I, I did it, I had like one night at one point towards the end of the month where my body was just so wired that I couldn't – I literally couldn't sleep. Like yeah. I was as awake at 7 a.m. as I had been like All at day. 7 p.m. The, yeah. the previous day. And I was like, something's wrong. Something's gone horrifically right. wrong, right? And and so I – yeah, I think that kind of scarred the whole process for me. I'm right. sure if I started – if I would started like path – you know, in, in the summer of 2008, mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, sure. Let's do it again. But now I'm uh, – yeah, I don't know. Right. So – would your suggestion to me, because I've got until July to right. come up with a whole bunch of 140 character jokes? Okay, yeah. Uh, start now. Yeah. Start now. So uh, thank you for showing up. I got to go to the computer everybody. right now. Yes, uh, you really, really a, do. Really yeah. do. How, um, long, how long do you think you're going to try and build this show for? I I think somewhere between 30 and 45. I'm not going to go a full hour because I think an, an hour of people just reading things is going to be tiring. Like, I'll, I'll pace wow, it out I and see. 10 minutes might be too much. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Fight him now. For those of you at home right now, if you could just <laughs> hop onto Craigslist for me, go to the media Fight. and television section and just see if you can see anyone producer. Fight him. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you mean that specifically... 10 minutes or the fact that it's me for 10 minutes no let's clarify that just, uh, I just think yeah maybe you need a director okay you, you need to yeah <laughs> why do I feel that I've just made a $600 mistake in well, going to the Hamilton Fringe I'm thinking no no okay it's uh, a $600 adventure there? like instead of the just the 140 characters mm-hmm. if you can get like the tweet pics in or something like that if you can somehow throw in some images maybe mm-hmm. um, some sound may help you get through the 30 minutes. I think, I think part of the play that I, I want to do, and it's something I wasn't afforded at the Riv until I get like a really long cord or something like that, um, is the fact that I'll be on the stage. Like I'm going to be on the stage beside the, the broadcast okay, screen. Yeah. So I'll be you interacting with the audience at that yeah. point. So like if someone giggles or heckles or something, I still won't say anything. It'll all be typed on the screen. Yeah, that will help. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I will I will be right beside it. Like I'll actually be doing the thing on the stage and just broadcasting it out that way. So it won't. Yeah, it won't be. I completely agree with you, and I apologize if I came down on you a little hard. <laughs> but you did come down a little hard. Firing you thought of the, <laughs> it was a little hard. Yeah, you know, firing. Yeah, you know, ten minutes of Van Allen would suck. Okay, <laughs> that explains why I'm not headlining anytime soon. That's wow. Yeah. Do you guys need some time? No. All right. We're like this every week. <laughs> and then we that go. wasn't the question. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so you're on waiting list right now for which festivals? I'm on the waiting list for uh, Victoria, Montreal, and Winnipeg, which is which are the only fringes that I applied for. Okay, uh, yeah. Now, what is it that put you on the waiting list? Is it is it completely lottery or it's all lottery? Like it it okay. is all lottery. So yeah, um, they just have a 
huge waiting list in case a bunch of people drop out. And right. that way, you know, that way they don't. Uh, oh, I see. So like they were drawing, so like draw for spots, and then they draw exactly. like twenty waiting lists. Exactly. Okay, so that's exactly. you're still luck of the draw in there. I uh, yeah yeah. If you have any interest, you might still be able to get into Hamilton. I'm not sure into if that still goes into the uh, hammer. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm I was sure. I was talked off of it by um, uh, Colette Kendall. I heard that who was yes. down there. But then in talking again with talking with Ron Fromstein, he was like, "But it's close, and you know, Frommer and I are probably going to do or uh, Christian, Frommer, yes, uh, Christian Reimer, yes, Christian uh, Reimer. was going to do it." And I was like, "You know what? That could actually make it fun. You kind of go down as like a band of brothers, you know, you you know people there at least, and that sort of thing, right? You know, it's not Windsor, um, which is running at the exact same time. That was the other one I was throwing out there, but then I was yeah. like." You know what? If I just want to try it first, this is probably a good place to dip my toe in the pool. Yeah, that's what I'm it's, thinking. Like, just kind of uh, sort it out, and if it gets good word of mouth and people come out to it, then it's something I can drive into a show next year. Yeah, um, at other festivals and that sort of thing. So, more so it's always just like a one night only kind of thing. Like you get to... no, it's a series of runs. Yeah, like you get like actually, you six get or days. seven shows. Seven shows, I think seven it is shows. through through that. So that's a lot of typing. Wow. I'm gonna have carpal tunnel by the end of it. Seriously, yeah. You're gonna have to seriously like get up and like massage your forearms and yeah. stuff. I'm gonna come out like Popeye. Uh, good, good. You really want to <laughs> type it out? You don't want to like script it? Script it? Yeah. Control V. It's like cut and paste. <laughs> Control C. No, because they'll still see it. They'll still see oh, everything. Right, right. Yes. Right. And yes, I'm gonna type it. That's the organic wow. nature of it. That's the organic. Because if someone's like there and they're like heckling and they want to talk to me or whatever. I got to be able to respond to it. I can't just, you know, it can't be like that list of responses from the Terminator. You know, fuck you, asshole. Nice. That will be the next thing. Actually, is getting the speech synth to or say it. Or if you can just like get get the at replies to your tweets in yeah. line as well. Oh, I'll be doing those. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. So I'll go like, and now let's go to the heckle board and see if anyone is actually doing an at reply on me oh, okay. for anything that I've said. Wow. Yeah. You know how Twitter works, right? I have no idea, dude. It's picture no picture. Just the status line from Facebook. That's what I heard. 140 That's, characters. That's it. Okay. Wow. Yeah. How did this get popular? Uh, Never I mind. That's, old, that's an old man question. Why are we Why are talking about Doug Benson's doing yeah. <laughs> yeah, There you go. But if not, the internets would make things popular. I don't wow. Know. Um, so, okay. So, other things that, that you've done outside of uh, festivals and stuff like that. Um, you were on the debaters recently. I was. Yes. yes. Has that aired already, or it has, is it coming? Uh, out? Uh, the second one hasn't. So it's going to. They'll they'll email me and let me know when it's airing. Okay. Do you have an idea when it will? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he he, he joked. Uh, it sounds like yeah. He like I don't know if he knows. I, he kind of sort of joked that uh, okay, it'll be on between here and June is mm-hmm. was the way he was put it down. Right. It's like waiting for cable. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, um, we'll be there in August somewhere between the hours of nine and five. Yes, yeah. yes, sometimes, sometime soon. So, explain to me how that one went down. Like, how does that? How did? How did that work? So, you get the call. You're going to be on the debaters. Yeah. What happens? Um, they uh, first they the, Richard Richard side uh, the producer, great dude, great dude. Um, emails Sorry, you. Is this this show? This is on uh, Fox News. Yes. Mm. Yes. This is, uh, yeah. It comes on after Red Eye. It's so good. It's, it's such a good show. Oh, we kill Red Eye. I don't understand how we didn't get that 3 a.m. slot. 3.30 is bullshit. Yeah. You would have thought you would have heard that bleeding in from the studio. They what now? Yeah. yeah. We were it's, in the same room, but I was yeah. focused on my notes. So this is CBC. Uh, yeah. Um, CBC Radio. Uh, and Richard's side, uh, he'll, he'll 
email you or whatever. He'll mm-hmm. he'll he'll uh, let you know what. First of all, he finds out what topics. Like he'll have a phone call. Mm-hmm. Let you know what topics you are. You know what your position is on this and that, mm-hmm. and so he'll go through like a bunch of topics with you, um, and then he'll email you and say, uh, you know, do you? What about this topic? How do you feel about? Are you okay with this topic, or are mm-hmm. you still? This position, just to double check, right? Right, right, right. Um, and then, uh, and then you get green lit, and you find out who you're paired with. And he, right. so you got to work out uh, your opening statements, a few jokes for uh, what's called the bare knuckle round, where you just mm-hmm. sort of take pot shots at each other mm-hmm. uh, or in each other's arguments. And then um, there's like a question segment mm-hmm. uh, regarded to the top, regarding like connected to the topic, and then your closing statements, and that's nice. it. Yeah. So what was your, what were your topics and what was your position? My topics uh, for my first debate, I got I got a nice floater over the plate, which is usually what happens when you're when it's your first debate. So mm-hmm. we, we were doing um, uh, mixed. Uh, what the hell was it? It was uh, being biracial or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah being biracial. That's it, not going to be controversial at all. Well, who's against it? It was Sean Majumber. <laughs> Sean Majumber was uh, was the poor guy who drew the uh, the no mixing card. Wow. Uh, it's a shame Don Cherry was occupied that yes, night. Yeah, because that would have been fantastic. <laughs> um, so that was my first one, and then the second one I uh, was also pretty easy. I, I lucked out, or at least I thought it was it was easy. Mm-hmm. It was uh, a good man is hard to find, uh, and I uh, I dueled with the uh, with the lovely, the talented Jen Grant. Nice. Not that uh, Shaman Jumra is not lovely and talented as well. He is both. Yeah. Is both in as straight a way as I can say on both. Yes. Um, now you recorded those in Ottawa. I recorded the first one. I recorded in Toronto, and then the second one I recorded. The second one's in Ottawa because yes. I knew some people who went out to the recording. That's yeah. a long session too. It was like three hours. Or it is like a long set. We were right. so impressed. Like when I because I when I was there and they were figuring out the order, I was like, oh Jesus, please do not let me be, be last. like yeah. last or second last because this is insane. But they were with us, like, yeah. full on for the entire evening. Like, the, the, they were yeah. as with it at the very last debate as they were on the first. It was weird. Right. It was... Because rumor has it yours was the debate of the night from people I've talked really? to who were there. Wow. Yes. Well, I ran into some people, and they were, like, they were describing you, hear. which is, you know... Is a, you know, he's a black guy. He's got hair. Nice. He's like, oh, yeah. A black guy with hair? Let me... <laughs> oh, uh, that guy. Oh, that, that guy. guy. The guy that wasn't Shama Jumder. Oh, okay. <laughs> was that Was that in Ottawa? Or that was the Ottawa one. Okay. Ottawa yeah, one. cool. Apparently, apparently you, uh, you guys aced it. That was... We had a really good one. We had a really good one. But there were some... They were, there were some that were just... Killed. Like Pete Zedlacher and... Oh... I'm blanking on her name now. Comic from Montreal. Uh, glasses. Oh, Heidi. F- no, 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 no. no. Uh, glasses. Oh, um, dark hair. Glasses. Deanne Smith. Thank you. Yes, yeah. they they had a great one. They were what was they that? were hilarious. They were. It was national emblems. They were arguing. Uh, Pete Zedlacher was. Uh, Pete Zedlacher again uh, had a. It was her first one, so she got the mm-hmm. nice the the easier one, right. which was she was an American arguing for the Beaver. Uh, as versus Pete, who was arguing for uh, the bald eagle, okay. right? Which is like you're in the nation's capital, <laughs> right? <laughs> so yeah. uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be rough. But they had, uh, and they they they, you know, we uh, uh, Jen and I tried to do uh, this as well. Ideally, there are some people who get sucked up into the. I really want to win this debate, right? Right, right, and right. So, and those aren't as good as the ones where the people will get together and the idea is to put on as good a show as possible. Right, exactly. And those are always the and there's they like they were working on it, 
you it's know, the difference between a pro wrestler going and thinking he can win the thing versus guys going, okay, you're going to hit me with the chair now? Right, okay. right. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, to, to put on a show. And, and yeah, and then Pete and, uh, and Deanne were working on it, like, mm-hmm. you know, before the show, and they really, they killed it. It was funny. Yeah. It was good times. Actually, the, the last time I worked with Deanne was actually in Melbourne. Oh, nice. Really? Yeah, she, she came down. She came down to Melbourne and was doing some time down there. Wicked. I yeah. want to do that. It sounds, I've heard yeah. good things. It's great. Well, I'm pretty sure it was there. I might be drunk now, but I'm pretty sure that, she that was, would be a weird I'm pretty thing sure for your she mind was to down in Melbourne working be... working at the Alley Bar. I'm almost dead positive of it. Yeah, she's she was. working. She was. Was she, was she doing stand up? Yeah, she was doing stand up. She was going down and checking out the festival. Oh yeah, you know what? Yeah, um, her uh, she was telling me her uh, her lady is from uh, Australia. That's right. So yeah, she's That's probably right. down there hanging okay. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. So. It sounds like a great experience. I mean, like for to to be able to do, and it's all just recorded radio, right? Like they haven't yeah. done a TV yet. No, they're thinking of doing that. They're trying to get it on TV, but there's yeah. a lot of hemming and hawing at the well, CBC, since, which is a shame. Yeah, since they now have huge gaping holes in their entertainment at night. Yeah, it's yeah it's horrible what they've done to that to that network right now. Sadly, uh, yeah, it's it's I I can't even comment because I don't I don't really know what's happening. <laughs> Every now and then, I'll it's like there's serve. a floating red laser dot on your forehead. I can't comment at this point. No, it's not even that. Strobelopolis like, is everywhere. I would, like to, I would like to judge and be like, "Oh, here's what they're doing wrong." But I'm, right. I'm. It would be, I would be Doug Bensoning it, man. I right. would totally right. be like, "Let me tell you what's wrong with the CBC. They don't have any shows about this." And meanwhile, they just released. Just like, release, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> why don't they have any shows it's called the hour. Hour What's up with that? <laughs> you know, like I would, I would. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I should admit that. I don't know if that's shame, shame on my part, but I'm not. I'm not in the loop, right? And I'll admit I don't watch that much CBC outside of like it, hockey and it's, news. That it's the weird. You know? It's it's kind of like a contradiction being a stand up comic in that in that you're trying to get in into an industry that you really don't have much time to watch. Yeah, you know, it's always the weird. Like I. I'll, I'll hear people talking about this show, and I'm like, I should know this. And then I'm like, yeah. Why don't I know this? I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm busy. Yeah. Like I'm doing spots. I yeah. can't, and I don't have TiVo. I should get yeah. TiVo. I think is the thing. If TiVo if, is the wave of the future, if it wasn't for DVD purchases of television shows that I like, yeah, I wouldn't see any commercial. Yeah, TV. yeah, it's uh, you got to get in that loop. Yeah, I got nothing. It's ironical. Mm. Um, what do you think, Darcy? Time for uh, what? Do, what have I got here? This time. The musical number. What have? What have I, the musical number? You're going to do a little bit of soft shoe, you and I. Oh, I thought that's you were no, going to. No, we do. do that with a guest. I've been missing. Kevin, what have I got in my hand? It's the Simpsons question of the week, motherfucker. What this is? So uh, this is March 24th when we're recording this. You have no idea first what just happened here. there. Just first time here. First time. First long time listener. First long time listener. He knows what's going on. He knows. Where you should see the I? blank stare that Niall is giving us so right I now. Why police? did he just pause in thin air if and I'm refer to Kevin? I'm back in my apartment. Todd Red Allen did it. I'm with, I'm with you know, Laura Brasco. It's so funny. <laughs> did you actually hear the Carolyn Bennett? Yeah. yeah. And Carolyn Bennett said the exact it. same thing. What is Are you serious? What is it with fucking CBC people? <laughs> what the fuck is with you people? We're hacky. Jesus Christ. We, go to, we have the same go-to move. <laughs> I get the feeling like a little program. Okay, you're doing Van Allen's podcast. Don't forget to drop that don't, joke. Don't drop the... Uh, actually, it's everybody. The word is out now. It's We're the, all doing... It's the CBC-sanctioned you're doing a podcast kit. Yes. And it gives you all kinds of lines. <laughs> In case of podcasts. 
<laughs> As speaking of which, Darcy's about to break glass. That glass is scotch, however. So uh, I have a Simpsons question. Okay. And you get to answer first, then Darcy gets to go. I already answered this one, <laughs> and I answered it correctly. I would just like to toot my own horn. Toot, okay. Toot. Okay. In Diatribe of a Mad Housewife. Oh, shit. That is FABF05. Uh, you know it. Marge gets advice on writing from whom? Is it A, journalist Dave Shutton, B, romance writer Esme Delacroix, or C, advice columnist Amy Beck? Yes. Writing All advice from journalist Dave Shutton, romance okay. writer Esme Delacroix, or Delacroix, and, uh, and or advice columnist Amy Beck. I'm going to nail this one, Kevin. All right. I got it. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go with B. I go with B, romance B. writer Esme Delacroix. <laughs> Why are you giggling like a monkey? What? <laughs> he looks very confident when he answered that. I'm going to have to jump on that bandwagon. For, folks, the only thing that, like, Darcy's head was bobbing in front of him like he should have a wind up in the back of him and playing cymbals. I've never seen you do it's that. It's bobblehead night. What was. What, sorry, what was your guess? B. You're going to go with B, B. romance writer Esme de la Croix? Watch this shit right I here. I guessed that one, too, and it is correct. Booyah! There we go. This is the was first time we've had a clean sweep in a long while. We need some, like, some sort of celebratory drop that we can punch in here. You want me to drop the microphone? No, like on the no, floor? Yeah, drop that one. You want me to slam it on the floor? <laughs> I can do that. Use it to hammer up some drywall. All right. That would be fun. Music. We have music, and it's a special treat, this music. It's always a special treat. Well, this is even more special. Oh, yeah, really? Because uh, we wow. got an email from uh, Alan Lewis, who uh, some of our really, really obsessive listeners might know is a member of Das Pumas, who do the theme song for uh, our show. That's and right. with um, JP having been away for a little while down in uh, the Dominican Republic, he was doing his little uh, sailboardy thingy he was doing there. I don't know what they call it. It's like snowboarding, but you do it on a parachute and it's in the water. You're making kite this sailing? up. Kite surfing? Making this up kite for surfing? attention. Kite, yeah. Kite surfing? There's no such thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's running drugs. And Alan uh, has been recording uh, some other music under the name of Vandersar, which I love. Dutch goalie. Yep, yep. Um, so he asked if we would uh, put on some music of his. So, yeah. So what is it? This uh, we have picked up. Um, just on the... On the, on the um, topic of touring and that sort of thing i'm leaving for manhattan Ooh. that would be a nice uh a nice show we'll have uh, links in the show notes on how you can get uh, vanderstar in fact you can come and download this track for free i think it is through vanderstar he's got like some sort of internet gimmick what there's a whole album it. up there you can download there is a whole album uh, i don't Red know Circle? if you can download the whole thing uh, we can i think we're that clever i don't think we're that i still type with my thumbs let's get this shit. but i think uh, you can uh, you can you can pay per track at a very low rate anyway. So Yes. Yeah. And you can download high quality versions of them too. Mm-hmm. Right? Not yes, just you like can. the Yes, MP3 you can you can just download the MP three, which I'm totally cool with. You can get like a yeah. You can get like the high res. What's an MP three? Oh, it's good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa's at it again. What's throw him in the attic. <laughs> On behalf of Tavid Allen, hey! Mr. Ashley Finder. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is this on Are the you? microphone? <laughs> <laughs> I hear there's a man who doesn't pay you to talk into a can, but you can Why do. Why is my wire not hooked up to the gramophone? <laughs> How are we supposed to listen to this later? Are you the dog? <laughs> <laughs> is oh, that bread maker a fax machine? Old. 
Uh, Niall, yes. fantastic having you here. Thank Thanks you so for much for coming up. This was awesome. Uh, we will have you back. Yes, me and Doug sure. Benson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Darcy, always a pleasure. Say goodbye to the fine folks. Thanks for listening, folks. And uh, this is me, Tom and Alan, saying, uh, in the words of Doug Benson's Canadian career now, toodles.
Not at all.